Welcome to Mickey's Munchies podcast channel. Here we discuss topics on open source and customer impact strategies, all while you take a break with a coffee and a cookie. This is your host, Mickey Barat, and thank you for joining me today. Hey, everybody, and thanks for joining me for today. Um, today, I want to talk about CentOS and What's really interesting about CentOS is the recent news, when I say recent, probably back in December, when Red Hat stopped providing patches and updates for CentOS and announced the end-of-life dates for CentOS 7 and CentOS 8. CentOS 8 being, you know, this coming December in 2021, they will stop supporting it and providing patches. And then, you know, I think it's 2024 for CentOS 7. What's really interesting about CentOS, and one of the things that everybody used to use it for, it was the the free operating system when you'd installed Red Hat. Those of you who understand Red Hat agreements know that they have this uh, clause in their agreement called the all or nothing clause, or certainly what everybody refers to as the all or nothing clause. What this essentially meant is that if you had one server which had a Red Hat distribution on it which was under support you had to pay for all of them that's the general premise of the the clause there's probably finer details in that so i don't profess to be an expert on legal contracts from red hat however um what we found over the years what customers were doing and certainly what i heard from customers is that they would put the systems of linux uh using red hat on support and where they didn't want to pay red hat support they would use <clears throat> CentOS because it was free. And whenever they wanted to use dev tests, CentOS would be deployed. And if ever those systems went into production, um, they would then actually move them over to Red Hat. So essentially, they were using a free Red Hat version to avoid paying support fees. Being a free operating system, you wouldn't think many organizations in, in the enterprise would use it. But here's an interesting statistic I discovered the other day. of the Red Hat user base are enterprise companies. The Fortune 500, 1000, 2000, however you want to define it. 70% are enterprise companies. And many of these companies have deployed CentOS in a bid to avoid paying Red Hat fees because there's some systems they have which are in production and they do need support and they've got CentOS installed. The announcement that Red Hat brought, brought, Uh, announced uh, that brought a lot of anxiety to the marketplace. Changing an operating system is not a simple matter. Um, You know, I'm not saying that changing any any part of the stack or software stack is simple, but certainly operating systems are more complex than than most parts of the uh, the software stack. Quite often, you know, customers have actually... um, you know, standardized an operating system for all their applications. So if you're going to change the OS under one of your applications, you're going to probably have to change it under everything. So facing the fact that you can no longer get updates for the free operating system CentOS, it means that you're facing a challenge that you have to replace the actual operating system. And that in itself is a huge migration cost that many, many enterprise customers were just not expecting. That's that's a real, real interesting challenge that's facing customers today. Some of the things that I'm hearing, particularly if you've got a solution where you've used CentOS in your solution stack and you sold it to an end customer, you're not only having to look at what disruption it means to your own organization, but also now because your application is in an end customer, 
and you're about to have an operating system under that application or device or platform which is going to have no updates, you're now going to have to bring some downtime to your end user who's bought your applications and solutions. This is proving a real challenge for a lot of customers out there. What's really interesting is looking at how the community is responding to this. And one of the things I did notice is a lot of companies trying to take advantage of this fact. Even Red Hat themselves have come up with some fee-based alternative, I think, so they can move CentOS users to a fee-based operating system. But at the end of the day, it costs money to support a free OS. You know, If your main source of business is the operating system, then you, you want to maximize the revenue. Those of you who know me know that I work for Oracle. And I think one of the things that we've done at Oracle, and, and this is not a plug for Oracle, I just think this is really, really the right thing that's happened and, and Oracle supporting CentOS users, is that we've responded um, at Oracle to the situation with CentOS going out of support. And I think what's really cool about what Oracle's done here, and, and those of you might just say, well, you work for Oracle and you know, you're going to say it's good, but hear me out. We've actually made available to anybody who has either CentOS 7 or CentOS 8 in production, in their dev test environments, the ability to get patches and updates and getting them for free. We're not going to customers and saying, well, you can get your patches and updates from Oracle, but you have to pay a fee. No, you can just point your CentOS servers to the Oracle YUM repository and get your patches and updates from Oracle free of charge. Well, why is this important? It means this mad panic to go and work on a plan to migrate off of CentOS operating system. You can sit back and relax. I find it really heartening when I go to my customers and we talk about CentOS and they say, hey, we have to get out of this position. We don't want to be in this risky position going forward. Um, we have issues, that fact that we have to do the migration, but what's even worse, we haven't budgeted to spend money on this particular operating system. And it's just great when I can say, look, just use it for free. You know, use it for free. And uh, whenever you're ready to go into production, just give us a call. And the the relief on people's faces when I said you can do this and the disbelief that Oracle is doing this, it's just so nice to see. So if you're using CentOS and you really need to continue using CentOS on your current applications, on your current platforms, without disruption until the next time you do a revision or a change or a scheduled revision or change, then you know you might want to consider Oracle. I think I don't think there's anybody else out there who have committed themselves to actually giving free patches and updates to CentOS users. It's just just an amazing position that Oracle's taken. And, you know, Oracle's not known for doing things for free, I guess. But in the Linux space, we do it all the time. What's even more great is, you know, if somebody does decide to actually pay us for support or pay Oracle for support, one of the greatest things that come out of this is that you could then apply, and we've made available our infamous or famous uh, hot patching technology called K-Splice where you can patch a live operating system or live Red Hat OS, a live Oracle Linux OS, without having to reboot the server. And we've now made that available for CentOS. So as well as getting support for your CentOS operating system, 
In other words, if you end up thinking you're going to buy support just to get extra support on top of patches and updates by having telephone support and all the other things that come with support, well, another added benefit is you can turn your CentOS servers into servers that can actually be patched without having to reboot, hot patching. And this is, you know, adding some phenomenal value to something which ordinarily you couldn't do before. And there's more benefits, you know, if somebody wanted to buy support from Oracle, they could do. Now, I just want to caveat, you know, this is my personal blog. And, you know, although I work for Oracle, I'm not trying to give a pitch about Oracle. What I'm impressed about, and I would say this anyway, is the fact that Oracle has stepped up and they're offering support to CentOS users. And you don't have to buy a support contract to get this this support that we're offering to the community of users. Just remember one thing, 70% of CentOS users are actually enterprise companies. And the reason they're enterprise companies, most of these companies are enterprise Red Hat Linux users. And they were using CentOS as the free operating system in their dev test environments or in the environments that they didn't really need to buy a Red Hat subscription for. And a lot of these companies are being caught out because of this announcement. I don't know why this has happened. Maybe Red Hat or IBM have thought, you know, we can capitalize on this, um, you know, get people to force to move to a Red Hat subscription, create a growth. You know, I call it a false growth is not really service that people want to put on support. They're now being forced to put on support. Not really sure. Whatever the motivation, it's happened. And I do understand from IBM's perspective, it costs money to maintain these things. But I guess when you look at Oracle and where we are with open source, you know, our Linux hybrid platform, which is Oracle Linux-based applications and solutions for infrastructure, you know, it's an enabler technology for us. And and I think that's why we're able to commit ourselves, to, you know, indefinitely to actually supporting CentOS users. So if you've got a CentOS implementation out there, do think about just pointing to your to the Oracle public YUM repository. You don't need to inform Oracle to do this. And by the way, when you do this, you don't have to register your name and address, so we don't capture your name and details. You can just do it. It's public and open. And and again, like I said, I'm not saying this because I work for Oracle. This is my personal view. I think what we've done for the community is amazing. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about CentOS today, how you can take advantage of what's going on out there. I don't know if anybody else is doing this, so I can only talk about Oracle, but there's a whole host of companies who want to charge you for support to actually support your CentOS systems. Now, you can go and buy support for CentOS from any company you want. It may take away the pain of migration, but ultimately it's going to come one day. But why not take support from a free place like Oracle and not only do you not have to do the migration and the disruption of the migration but at the same time you're not hurting your budget it gives you time to plan with your budget this is unplanned spend from a migration perspective and buying support contracts perspective and it can be huge in some of these organizations they don't have small numbers of servers the the typical CentOS user has thousands of servers in their data center anyway think about it I just wanted to share this with you. I think it's worth remembering, you know, um, my name is Mickey. Um, I do work for Oracle, but this is my personal blog and my personal opinion. And it's not, I've not been asked by Oracle to say any of these things. 
I don't generally try and promote anybody's technology on my personal blogs. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope it's been useful information. Remember, uh, the Oracle public YUM repository, you got CentOS, plug it, point your server to there for updates, and you're good to go. Speak to you soon. I hope it's useful. Bye. Thank you again for tuning in to Mickey's Mudgies podcast channel, where we discuss open source and customer impact strategies. We hope it was useful listening for you. This is your host, Mickey Barak, saying bye-bye for now and looking forward to you tuning in to the next podcast. Thank you.